Hello, everybody. This is the Beef and the Deuce podcast. I am the deucer. I, uh, I have to admit up front. Oh, by the way, I thank everybody for tuning in to us and listening to our podcast. We appreciate each and every one of you. Um, so, yeah, uh, speaking with Beef earlier in the week, uh, uh, I predicted that Nebraska would beat Colorado. And I was uh, completely and significantly abused of that thought. Uh, <laughs> but I, I held firm in my conviction, as I shouldn't have done. Uh, the, uh, I was impressed by the Nebraska defense. Their offense is absolutely bad, and their quarterback should get a day job. <laughs> that quarterback is unbelievably, I hate to say it is, it doesn't sound kind, but he's really, really bad. Um, I mean, three fumbles that were, he wasn't even near at the opponent. The two of the fumbles where they were hiking the ball to him in a shotgun, and he just couldn't hold the ball. And then another one, he couldn't, uh, it was just terrible. Just terrible. I was Hook just, him. Buffaloes. So anyway. Hook them boulder. That's That's all I got to say. All right, Beef. uh, Chime in here. Let me have it. (laughs) Go for it. You're dying. He's all weak. There's just no belief in this Dion hype. And then out of all the the teams you could have went against Colorado for, you chose the Cornhuskers of Nebraska. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> it just sounds so bad. You are right. Oh gosh, I, I, I am guilty of all the all these sins. <laughs> I'll just I'll just mark the one win that I'll have for at least the next couple weeks. I'll mark that win column down as a, yeah. a thumbs up for me. Uh, wow. Yeah, I did not realize that that quarterback was so bad. I did. Nebraska is just bad. Uh, the defense was pretty good, but, you know, you can't score points with the defense. I think the defense just gave up, and they said, to hell with you. If you're not going <laughs> to – To hell with Matt Rule. We're out of here. Yeah. If you can't, <laughs> if we, I mean, we're tired of stopping him all the time. If you can't score a damn point, to hell with you. I mean, and that's eventually what happened in the second half. Yeah. And they probably got Colorado's one. Colorado's offense just took over. Yeah. But they got – you know, I'd be pissed if I was an Nebraska defender. Come on. Yeah, I would too. Because I mean, like you said, all, all jokes aside, Nebraska held their own for the first half. Yeah, the, first half they looked fine. Into the part of the third quarter. Yep, and then. Hey, hey. And then it just went downhill real fast. Yeah, yeah. Oh. But good on Colorado. I mean, they've had oh, yeah. wins. It feels like in twenty something years. But do you do you think they're they're ranking in the top twenty five, and now they've even moved up is is justified on one or two games? Yes, really, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. and it helps with you have a, you have a Heisman candidate quarterback. Yeah, defense is actually looking pretty pretty good for for Colorado. Mm-hmm. I mean, they haven't had a good team in forever, mm-hmm. let alone a Heisman, possibly two Heisman candidates. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, the hype's real with Dion. You don't just go to Jackson, yeah, Jackson State and do what he did. Yeah. And then, you know, you go all the way to Boulder and make football relevant again. Yeah. And you went to TCU hmm. and beat TCU, who was the 
college football runner-up. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. And then what was, what was after, the, after this game, then you have USC and Oregon, which is obviously the true test. Yeah. Yeah. And so is USC the, the next one up? Um. So you have Colorado State, which um, I think no, game day is actually going to Boulder for the first time in, like, I mean, <laughs> it's like 20 years or something crazy. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, should they win that game? Yes. Okay. Um, and then it's Oregon at Oregon, and then USC goes to Boulder. All right. Okay. Wow. So it's interesting. Because yeah. Oregon, Oregon damn near lost, yeah. if not did lose. They uh, pulled it out. Another, another, so, another, I mean, but, I, they should have lost the game. 100% yeah. should have lost the game. I'm impressed with the uh, Pac-12 minus 10 now. Um because uh, I was watching the Wisconsin, was it Washington State game? Yeah. And that quarterback for Washington State is the real deal. He could sling it. Hey. It's that, uh, that West Coast air raid, just yeah. sling it. Yeah, I was impressed. Um, and that's what everyone was saying. It's like, can, can Wisconsin keep up with the offense? And no. it was close. It was, a very, it was a very close game, but I didn't think they could. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that was. Yeah, that's that's a rude awakening for, for old Fickle, but. Yeah, yeah, but you know, give him credit. They're one and one. Yeah, I mean, you just have to have if you're over five hundred in your first season. But I mean, you can't be. Yeah, I can't be too mad. I have a feeling he's going to do well in the uh, Big Ten West. Yeah, he'll be fine. I, that's that's one of those games where like you mark it on, on your calendar. I was like. Not like the trap game, so to speak, but like this could get interesting. And yeah. for a lot of the analysts or whatever, this was a, hey, like, look for this. Like, this could happen sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Anything else before, from college-wise, before we get to the Buckeyes? Uh, the, the Texas-Bama game was, was pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. I haven't really... <clears throat> I haven't really seen Nick Saban and, like, the Bama offense struggle mm-hmm. like they did. And I think it was a good word for it. There was young quarterback, and they just, like, they couldn't run the ball. Hmm. Passing looked like crap. They had a couple of good deep balls, but that's, like, all their quarterback could do is just sling the deep ball. There's nothing else. Hmm. And Texas just beat them up. Well, how was your? I, I know the whole thing was just like Texas going to the SEC, blah blah blah. Like they're gonna get destroyed. No, not after what I just saw. No. Like they they did pretty pretty okay, and it was in Tuscaloosa. Like whew. yeah, at home with Alabama. Whew. that was uh. So how was it? Was it Clint Clint Ewers? Clint Ewers, the Texas QB. Clint Ewers, yeah, Mister Mister Soon, or I guess former Mullet Man. Former. Now he's all all clean cut, trimmed up a little bit. Mm-hmm. He looked good. He looked really good, like yeah. comfortable, which is, I that was the one, like skepticism of last year's game right. Right. was he didn't look comfortable, mm-hmm. and then he, he comes out this year and he's he just balled out. Yeah, I mean he was putting up three hundred plus yards and what three plus touchdowns yeah. against Bama in Tuscaloosa. Yeah, like that's one of the hardest places to play, and he just. It was just like another game. Yeah, it's gonna be, which uh, is scary because if that's the Texas that we get all year, they could uh, they can make some noise. Yeah, but they've got some proving to do. They've, I mean, they've, they've you know they've always had good recruits. They've always had 
on paper good teams, but somehow they would just blow it. Yeah, I mean, outside of that game, the hardest game for the season, I mean, I'm not a true believer in Oklahoma, um, but they'll have that here in, what, three weeks, four weeks? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then after that, I mean, if you're a believer in Kansas State, meh. But outside of that, I mean, there's really nothing I'm, like, terribly worried about. Mm-hmm. So they could do it. And old, old Stevie boy down there, he, uh, he, he might have something special. Well, I mean, so early, but mm-hmm. that, that's a huge win for them, for that program. Yeah, yeah. So what are you – are you seeing anything in, in the SEC, like, uh, shifting, or is it just still going to be Georgia and that's about it? I mean, who out of who out of who out of the was it Alabama's in the East or something like whatever the Alabama mm-hmm. is? Who can challenge Georgia? Oh, geez. Uh, well, it's tough because we I don't know how to feel about um, their quarterback situation because he's still yeah. I mean, he's still super green, yeah. so nobody really knows about. Uh, I think it's Carson Beck. Mm-hmm. I mean, they don't really they haven't really been proven yet. So, I mean, could you say South Carolina's somewhat of a test? I mean, yes. Probably. I mean, they're, it's better than Ball State. Yeah, well. Um, yeah. But until then, yeah. I mean, you have to wait. Yeah, they're, they're scheduled way easy. Yeah, I mean, Florida, because they have to go to Gainesville, I guess, like, maybe. Oh, right. After what? Yeah, like, and that's a big. Like, I'm stretching. I'm pulling. Yeah, I, after what happened to Florida, the first game. Who did they play the first game? And they got wiped. Uh, oh boy. And it was it a Pac-12 team? Let's find out. Let's find out. But I thought, I'm having a brain fart. Of course, I picked the Gators to win that game. No, yeah, it's Utah. It's Utah. Yeah. Yeah. We're idiots. Yeah. We're dumb. Well, <laughs> I'm really stupid. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, yeah, Ole Miss and then Tennessee is the last two out of their three games towards the end of the season. Okay, well, Tennessee. Right. It's something. Yeah. But, yeah, but until then, I mean, like, I don't – I'm not going to wholeheartedly say Georgia's the best team in the nation. Because okay. right now you could say it's Texas or you could say it's Florida State mm-hmm. as the best – I mean, I, I haven't seen Michigan play anybody yet this year. That's like worth talking about. So once they do get kind of into that Big Ten season, then we'll kind of see who Michigan really is. Same thing with the Buckeyes. Once we play Notre Dame, we'll really see like who these Buckeyes are. Did you see the uh, where the Big Ten came out over off the, uh, the Indian? No, the Youngstown State game. No, it was the Indiana game when uh, 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 McCord hit that long touchdown pass to Harrison, and they called it. He stepped out of bounds, mm-hmm. and Big Ten said, "Actually, that was good. It should yeah, not." It, it was. It was a bad referee call. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course, it was because the refs hate us. <laughs> <laughs> We've known this for years. Yeah. So now, okay, this is me, Mister Stats guy, and you know how intelligent I am with stats. You love your stats. I love me some stats um, because I had two kind of two sandwiches and trete today. Ooh, I myself had two sandwiches Ooh. and two donuts for a tray tag. You had two do- Oh, man. See, oh. see, we're fired up. We're ready to go. Now we got I'm, this. Now I am really pissed off. 
<laughs> but if that if that touchdown had had counted, Ohio State would have had the same score that Michigan had then, and then we had the same score this week as Michigan had. Does mm-hmm. that tell you anything, or is it just me going, get away? It- no, I mean, it says something, because <clears throat> we're, we're getting all this criticism for McCord's lack of stats. Mm-hmm. And, like, at the end of the day, I, I don't give a single crap about what you guys do early in the season. Right. Because, especially if it's your first year as a starter, yeah, you get at least a little bit of leeway because – it's nerve-wracking. You're one of the biggest football programs in the country. Right. On the one of the biggest stages in the country. Mm-hmm. And you have a coach who may or may not be on a hot seat, depending on who you talk to. Oh, don't get me and, started on that one again. Oh, I, I, know, I, I knew you'd love it, uh, so I said it. <laughs> but And then you have all this hype going into this season, which it being the last – I guess for us, the normal CFP right. before it expands next year. Right. So, of course, you want to be one of the last four teams to get in this year before it changes. Mm-hmm. And you should be. Yeah. It's, it's Ohio State. That's if you're not, and that it's a failure. And so, there's would, a lot of pressure. And they would be, if he makes it this year, he would have been, been in the playoffs four of the last five years, and you want to fire him. Exactly. Yeah. For some people, <laughs> they, they, he deserves to be fired, which is hysterical. <laughs> It's crazy. He's only lost. Yeah, there's a lot of pressure for him. Only lost two games in the Big Ten in his career. Only two games, and that's you know who. Mm -hmm. Which, of course, that's everyone's everyone's kill shot right there. Quarterback, you. That's right. Hook him. Hook him. Hail to the victors. You can't. I'm I'm done. (laughs) Mic drop. Click. (laughs) Okay. Uh, all right. So let, okay, let's just talk Ohio State and Youngstown State then. I thought it was like a scrimmage, a nice scrimmage, um, but it's hard to know. Uh, it's just hard to know, other than they won again, and that's good. It, it showed McCord being more comfortable. Yes, yes. Which was great. I, I love seeing the the connection between him and Harrison. Oh, which. Good. That first touchdown play, broken coverage, I get it. Yeah. But Not that, that was a beautiful one. touch. It was beautiful. Second one was even better. Throw was a little lackluster, but you're not going to have perfect passes every attempt, which, like, that's the other thing. I hate the criticism of, like, some of the passes are great. Some of them are not great. He's a quarterback. <laughs> like, you're going to have maybe one or two games in your career that everything's going to be picture perfect every single time. Right. Like, he's critiqued on every throw. I'm like, just let this kid play quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, he had one of the greater first halves that you could probably have. Yeah. It's Youngstown State. I get it. But it's confidence. It's a confidence booster. Yeah, it's repetition. Like, like that's all. And it's it's real-time play. Like, it's not practice. It's a team that has to, like, strategize for you and – you know, formulate some sort of game plan. Like, mm-hmm. that's what he needs. Right. I get your – like, this defense that we have is is pretty top tier right now. Mm-hmm. But it still shows that he's competent in this offense. He knows what to do. He's reading the play the, the way he should. And he, he's throwing the ball downfield, which is what we needed to do, and yeah. that was a huge criticism in the first game. Yeah. He seems like he's – Let's throw the ball downfield. Yeah. 
He's looking at his progressions. He seems to be looking at his progressions pretty well. Um, yeah, and it, there was no turnovers too, which is another big thing. Yeah. Again, granted the the opponent. Hey. But a no turnover game is a no turnover game. Absolutely. Um, so this is good. This is a great start, and then going no. into Western Kentucky, it's going to be better because they can actually score. Yeah. Now we had, and a lot of people had talked about the Buckeyes O line. Um, how did you evaluate them uh, this week? It looked better. It, it was definitely better. I'm still not, uh, I guess, overly confident. I don't want to say, like, this was the game that, like, fixed everything. Mm-hmm. But you could tell they were playing more together. Right. Um, and it's going to take time. It's a new line. So right. it's going to take a handful of weeks to – kind of get everything together. Obviously, they have to go through their progressions, too. Right. Call out, you know, who the mic is, where the, where's this blitz coming from, or, right. you know, what what do we have to adjust for protection, right. which also goes with Kyle McCord. Mm-hmm. He's got to kind of identify what he sees, too. Right. So that's all just yeah. that's just all just time yeah, and, and, first, ex, and exposure. Yeah, I got a first-year center and a first-year two tackles, so there's some growing pains there. Yeah, but I, I think – the the pocket held up as as much as it could, which was great. Mm-hmm. And it's given Kyle more time to step into his throws, not throw off his back foot or throw to the side, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Like he's just he's comfortable. Mm-hmm. If you can get him even even close to that for Notre Dame in a couple weeks, that's huge. Yeah. Because look at we have the two best receivers in the nation. Yep. Like yep. all he needs is is three to five seconds, and he's golden. Yeah. Because yeah. you can't tell me there's one corner or maybe even two in the nation that can stop both of them. Right. And if Those they, receivers are insane. And if they commit to that, then we have a really good running game, right? Oh, yeah, we have a three-handed monster. Yeah. <laughs> it's insane. Maybe even four. Maybe four, yeah. Definitely three. Um, yeah. It's Yeah, it's, it's impressive. So I, I like it's progressing. It's getting better. Yeah. And that's what Ryan Day is looking for. Obviously, that's what we're looking for. Mm-hmm. And then in two weeks, then we're really going to see, like, is this team it? Do they have that it factor? Yep, yep. Because it's going to be road. super, t- super, super tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's yeah. it's that's, it's nerve-wracking. I'm definitely tough. nervous for it, but it's, I mean, what, what other test can you get? Yeah, which is why I was saying, and I talked to you earlier about it, is uh, this coming game, I would leave McCord in the entire game, and I would leave the first string, definitely the offense, in as much the whole game as, as possible, just to get reps, just to get familiar, just to get get that feeling down. Oh, 100%. I, I thought they should have done it a little more so in the last game. But it was – Yeah. I mean, at that point, there's really – there's no reason to. But yeah. Yeah. this this game for sure, like – I want I want these guys to play mm-hmm. three plus quarters, three and a half quarters, mm-hmm. whatever it needs to be, because I don't I don't see this game being a blowout for Notre Dame, but I don't want them to get too comfortable going into this game and being like we're gonna be fine. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's it's it, it needs to be Cobble Court's time. I'm I'm tired of the I guess game is not a great term for it but like a decision needs to be made like this is this dude's team let's go yeah yeah 
Yeah, I agree with that. So anything else on the Buckeyes? Anything else on college? I think we kind of covered it. Yeah, I think we're good. Yeah. I think we are good there. All right. Um, let me just brag about my fantasy team here. Yo. <laughs> Yo. I've got me Dallas defense. It got me 37 points. I'm rocking. And I got, uh, was it Tony Pollard? My guy. My, my guy. guy. My guy. He's on my <laughs> fantasy team. He got 20. He's looking pretty good, huh? 22, 23 points. There you go. Yeah. You're yeah. welcome. Yeah. Hook them, Cowboys. Hook That's all I got to say. Loving me some Cowboys. And then, of course, it was 40 to nothing. Uh, I knew not to bother you. I'm not going to bother him. Uh, I know you were glued to the television last night. Oh, all day. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Just all day. I was thinking the other day, when are we going to be able to do these podcasts? Because we're watching football all day Saturday yeah. and Sunday. Yeah. Um, it, it might it might have to be a Monday thing because then you get the best of both worlds. Yeah, and we got to. We got to do it, man. So It's great. What? Uh, okay, analyze that 40 to nothing blowout of the Giants. <clears throat> well, I, <laughs> where to start? Hmm. Um Daniel Jones is crap. Uh, I think the hype behind him was just, I don't even know a word to explain the whole offseason with Daniel Jones. Mm-hmm. The, the, <clears throat> the contract was crap. The, the team made it as far as they did because of Barkley and because of their defense. Yeah. That, it wasn't, there wasn't a lot of Daniel Jones – in that outside of maybe like a good game here and there. Yep. So going into this game, I think a lot of, I guess, Dallas's motivation was like, let's just get the crap out of these guys. All the hype was Philly and New York and yada, yada, yada. Like if you kind of think about it, Dallas is kind of left out in left field, even though they made the playoffs too. Mm-hmm. Granted that we lost again to the Niners, but I think a lot of it was we need to prove that we have the best defense in the in the league, and they did. It was a lot of downhill, super fast, like suffocation basically for this defense. Like the Giants couldn't get anything going. Well, how did they? Like, get, absolutely nothing. But how did they get thirty-seven points on defense? A lot of intercept turnovers and stuff. So you had two. You had a a blocked field goal return for a touchdown. Ooh. You had a fumble return or fumble recovery for six. Ooh. Like, Trayvon Diggs destroyed Saquon Barkley. Yes. Just smoked him. And then, boop, there's a football. Oh, that's mine. We're going to go run this in again. Ouch. A lot of sacks. A lot of just – there's just a lot of pressure. Like, the offense couldn't get going for New York. They have a lot of tackles for and, loss. Oh, yeah, lots. Lots okay. of sacks. A lot of TFLs. A lot of fumbles. A lot of interceptions. Yeah. Um, It was probably one of the best – defensive performances I've ever seen. But is it an aberration or just uh, you think it's a harbinger of things to come? I think this, the way Dan Quinn has structured this defense has been going for, I mean, since his first year. Because everything before Dan Quinn, our defense sucked. Anybody that watched Dallas knew their defense was crap. I knew they were crap. Mm Mm-hmm. And then Dan Quinn comes into the fold, and it's a complete 180. 
Mm. The last, what, you can, I mean, now, what, this is year three or four for him? Yeah. And, and Dallas has been a top five defense every year, whether it's turnovers or just QB pressures, sacks, yeah. forced fumbles. I mean, we have talent and speed all over the place. Mm. If Stephon Gilmore, who's been rated as one of the best quarterbacks in the league for ever, yeah. and then Micah Parsons, you've got Lawrence on the edge, you've got linebackers just running everywhere. You have Malik Hooker as a safety that's just a ball hawk. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, there's you can't do anything without having somebody in your face, which is great, mm-hmm. obviously, for any defense. Right. But I think the pressure alone, and New York's offensive line's not very good, but <clears throat> the the way the defense played yesterday, if we could do that all season, we could beat any team in the league. Yeah. If you can't give the quarterback enough time to throw the football, I mean, mm-hmm. your offensive strategy has to completely change. You can't right. just keep passing the ball. You have to now – maybe run the ball to the outside or run the ball up the gut or do something like it changes everything that you thought you could do. Yeah. And that's what uh, they were saying yesterday. A lot of the analysts after the game, the Giants wanted to throw, run screen passes, run the ball up the gut, and they just couldn't do it because the offensive line was getting destroyed. Yeah. Which in turn, our offense doesn't have to do that much, yeah. which is even better. It, so, like, the whole, you know, Dak turning the ball over 15-plus times last season, like, we don't have to worry about that if this is our defense. Yep. So, yep. It, it, it's, I, don't, I didn't even realize that was going to happen. I was a little nervous going into the game. I don't know which Dallas team I'm going to get this year. Mm-hmm. It was a pretty good first week. I'm not going to overreact and say, like, I'm going to go get this Dallas Cowboys tattoo for the Super Bowl on my leg. But it was it was promising. It yeah. was a really good – and it was a way. Like you're playing in MetLife, which yeah. isn't an easy place to play. Yeah. And you shut, you shut out the Giants. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's crazy. Speaking of shutdown, how about those Cleveland Browns? We only got like two minutes to go out of our time limit. Cleveland Browns. I know it was raining. Not like, bad. I'm raining like crazy. Um Nick Chubb. Nick all I gotta Chubb. say. Um, uh, and who's the uh, uh, the uh, Ward in in our is the safety or corner? Denzel oh, Ward. I mean, yeah, Ward. Ooh. The Ward looked good. All of your defense looked good. Yeah, yeah. That I mean, the I mean, obviously Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett's gonna do whatever he wants to do. Yeah. But there was, I mean, Cincinnati couldn't couldn't stop a nosebleed. Yeah. Yeah. That was crazy. Who would yeah. have expected that? I did not expect the Browns to win that game. So I know you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so kudos to your brownies. Yeah, baby. Brownies. Yes. <laughs> they, they were like uh, Super Bowl impressive. That was, yeah. I mean, I also have like the crap weather, which everyone was yeah. dealing with. Yeah. They, they may do with what was given to them. And, mm-hmm. I mean, you guys ran the ball really well. Yeah. And Nick Chubb's catching balls out of the backfield. That's yeah. crazy. Chubb That's just... scary. Nick Chubb in open open space is not a – I don't want to tackle that, man. Yeah, yeah. No, thanks. All right. Okay. Well, that's it for our podcast today. We're up on our time limit. And we'll see everybody next week. We'll be talking college and pro football. See everybody later. Bye.